It's the Fade Five Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets, you jack wagons. Merry March Madness. Tis indeed the Fade Five Podcast presented by Suavecito Tequila. What else she going to do on a hashtag Tequila Thursday? But get down with a little love juice. I'll find a bottle. I prefer the Ineo. Highly simple. Those vanilla node finishes at Total Wine and more. Again, Suavecito Tequila. Lundy, uh, I don't know how you did last night in the world of college basketball. I went to bed. I sucked donkey ass. How did you oh, do? Oh, I sucked donkey dick uh, for much of the day until I went to sleep. And may- maybe that's the cure all. You know, just uh, unplug uh, the consciousness for a while, uh, get that much needed uh, cat nap, and then uh, you wake up, and all of a sudden you got nearly five additional units in your account. Why? We didn't get Cal Poly last night like the night before because I'm still bitter about Long Beach. And, yes, I'll be feeding Cal Poly a little bit later on in the podcast. Uh, but we hit on a multi-leg parlay that was plus 351. In fact, that was featured right here. On the podcast, the team Huevos Parlay Play of the Day did not kick me in the balls. It only enlarged him. So uh, hopefully you tell me on that one. Thankfully, uh, we got that one right. But because basketball is on the mind, front and center, and good Lord, do we have a number of delightful matchups on the slate today. Let's get in an early bonus time basketball bet. Because, frankly, we can't fit them all. And what are these short podcasts? What do you got on this hashtag Tequila Thursday? Uh, Brad, let's go to the Pacific 12 conference, Uh, the conference that has uh, a television network that nobody can watch. Um, Let's get to... Uh, Let's get to Tad Boyle, shall we? Uh, CU picking up the victory yesterday. They will now take on UCLA. Brad, we will alt-line this one in an OGP. Give me the buffs plus 14 and a half. And give me the over at 125 and a half. Put both of those together straight up plus 100 money over at DraftKings. Now, a couple of reasons why. One, uh, obviously, we're talking about major injury uh, news for UCLA. And I think part of that may mean that the game plan for Tad Boyle may be to actually try to pick up the pace a little bit, try to run UCLA a little more up and down the court. So that's the reason why I like taking the over, bringing it down from the standard line, and then playing into something that you and I have talked about over the course, especially of the first and second rounds of these tournament games, is in a lot of cases, it is a lot smarter to grab the dog and add some points than to take the favorite and bring it down. You and I have talked about that over these couple of episodes this week of the Fade Five. So again, CU plus 14 and a half, game total over 125 and a half. Both of those are alt lines in an SGP over there at DraftKings, even money plus 100. Yeah, I think that's an extra call. In fact, uh, I'm going to chase you on that one. Uh, I'm going to give you a standard line that is not on the board. I love Boise State tonight in the Mountain West Conference Tournament. Take it on UNLV, uh, and that line has crept up. It opened at four at some of the books last night. Hopefully hopefully you grabbed it early because it's jumped all the way up to five and a half, and there's a reason why it is climbing northward. Uh, Boise State is just a flat-out better team uh, in every facet numerically, uh, and they've been decent at road-neutral matchups this season. 
season. This game being played, of course, in Las Vegas. They're eight and seven in those road neutral matchups. Uh, not so great offensively. Number 155 in EFG offense, uh, but they're netting a respectable 48.5% inside the arc and 34.3% outside of it. Uh, where they make their hay, though, is on defense. Number 51 in EFG defense in those road neutral matchups, giving up just 31.4% from three-point land. The biggest difference in this game for me, UNLV thrives on speed and transition. And the thing about Boise is they got strong guard play there with Max Rice and Marcus Shaver. They don't turn the ball over a whole lot, only right around 17% of their possessions. So if you limit, if you mitigate those easy sprint out opportunities for the, yeah, it applies, running Rebels of UNLV, uh, they're very subpar. And, and really, they're kind of subpar overall in general. Number 107 EFG offense of 133 in EFG defense and road neutral games, though they are 10 and 5 in road neutral matchups this season. Still, I think turnovers are the name of the game, and Boise State simply doesn't make a whole lot of mistakes. A well-coached and well-drilled team there under the other Rice, who's Max's dad. So give me Boise State minus five, five and a half against UNLV in the Mountain West tournament. I don't care about home court advantage or any home city advantage. There isn't one when it comes to UNLV. With that on the board, bartender, bartender, on this hashtag tequila Thursday, pour us another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, let's go out west. I think this is the last game on the board tonight, as a matter of fact. I'm going to say it's like roughly 10, 10.30 tip time. No, it's not. Nope, you got it flip-flopped. Stanford and Arizona are at 9 Eastern time. The late-night tip is the Sun Devils oh, and the Trojans. Yes, that is correct. And I will probably be chasing about a half a bottle of Suavecito to win. By it's, the time uh, that it's, just, it's just like college, late-night Trojans. Oh, yeah, <laughs> indeed. Uh, bring the lube uh, just in case. Uh, I'm going to go SGP on Stanford, Arizona, and I'm going to take the Cardinal uh, from my boy, Take Williams, because uh, they're playing better right now, plus 14 and a half on that alt line. And I'm going to take it all total down and then take the over at 148 and a half against the Arizona Wildcats, who uh, really are cemented in, in my opinion, as a number two seed, no matter what happens. Uh, tonight in this game, plus 100. So even money there at DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, why do I like Stanford? Uh, well, if you look at Bart Torek, and you can store data over date ranges. So since 119, January 19th, they're number 44 in the country in overall efficiency, according to Bart Torvik. Uh, yeah, they're nine and six during that stretch, but analytically speaking, they're playing pretty good basketball. Number 38 EFG offense uh, during that span, and they're burning the nets at a 41.5% clip from outside. Uh, they're number 104 in effective field goal percentage defense, and they have size. Again, maybe tubeless, uh, some headaches occasionally in this game. Only giving up 46.8% from two uh, over that date range since, again, 119. You look at Arizona, 10-4 and four in road neutral games, one of the best offensive teams in the country, number seven at EFG offense. Uh, and I know they played better at times here of late defensively, but the numbers really don't bear that out completely in road neutral games where they are number 87 in the country in EFG defense, uh, giving up close to 50% inside the arc and 34% outside of it. You got to remember, Stanford beat... Arizona straight up and convincingly ready, really, really uh, 88 to 79. And that game was played roughly a month ago on February 11th. So 
I, I think the Cardinals match up really well with Arizona. I think Arizona wins this sucker, uh, but I don't think they're going to do it with relative ease and press the button on the cruise control. So on this SGP, maybe you're going to come with me. Stanford plus 14 and a half over 148 and a half against the Arizona Wildcats plus 100 at DraftKings Lundy. Fade or follow. All Pac-12 all the time. I like this one same way that I like the uh, the reason that I was taking CU plus the 14 and a half on the SGP that I gave you uh, off the start of the pod. I do think Arizona wins this. I think Zona wins it by eight. That's my uh, prediction uh, is that it parks itself right there at eight, which means if you're looking right now, I think the spread is eight and a half which is part of the reason I'm staying the hell away from the standard line in this one. I think the right way to play this game is in an OGP. Again, going back to what I said before, we've been seeing this in these early round games, even in the smaller tournaments, even in shit like the Summit League, we were seeing it, right? Just teams sneaking up, you know, covering the spread by a point or two. So you're, I, I think you're better off taking the dogs and managing to jump up. I like this same play. Uh, again, this is the early of the two. Uh, the late night tips will be the ASU-USC uh, game. But grab this one while you can. I, I think this is a smart play. Like I said, same reason I like it with the buffs. On the late night tip, East Coast time. Pour yourself another Suavecito and bet on Stanford, Arizona. Number four. All right, Numero Quattro today on the Fade 5. Uh, a little bit of bias baked into this one. ILL? Maybe? I and I? I have no you idea. Forget spelling it. You're you're just ill. Oh, I, I am ill. Uh, I, I'm like Bill Self right now. I'm keeled over. I'm not feeling all that great. Uh, I'm going to have a, a pick, by the way, that uh, Self absent game uh, West Virginia Kansas a little bit later on in the podcast uh, with your wife's Jayhawks there, and that could have some um, meaningful impact his departure from that game but anyway i digress on penn state illinois will the third time mercifully be the charm for the ill here's what i suggest uh that brad underwood do he finds a coach uh with some ninja skills and he goes on a covert operation to slip some laxatives in the gatorade of jalen pickett that is the only way in my opinion that illinois is going to cover the spread on the three and a half. I am taking the Nittany Lions plus the three and a half. Uh, this is a bad matchup for the ILL. I pulled this line minus 110 at BetMGM. And let me uh, digress a little bit further on that. Illinois 5-9 and nine in road neutral games this season. Uh, respectable. Number 54 in a, uh, uh, offensive efficiency, I should say. Number 48 in defensive efficiency. Uh, they're not playing miserable basketball in those road neutral environments. Uh, you look at Penn State. Roughly about the same on uh, road neutral games, six and eight straight up, but number 24 in the country in EFG offense, but number 210 in EFG defense. The biggest problem for Illinois is a lack of guard play. We don't know if Jaden Epps is going to be back. He did travel with the team, but he's still in concussion protocol and listed as day to day. We'll find out at tip time. Uh, is Terrence Shannon uh, got a floor general tonight? I know he's going to split some time with Sincere Harris in that regard, but it was a misadventure. Last time out with Shannon running the show, he got his uh, pocket picked multiple times, and you got to have guard play to win in single elimination formats, and Illinois simply does not have that right now. Plus, I can't shoot the damn three, unless Matthew Meyer is uh, out of body, out of mind, and not going one for ten from outside. Uh, Illinois will not be able to match punch for punch with Penn State who is one of the best three-point percentage teams in the country. Again, in road neutral games, they're shooting 37.6% from along the arc. So, Lundy, knowing all that information, 
with my bias fully buried and being as objective as I possibly can, I am fading Illinois. Uh, yes, I'm going to make this bittersweet as possible. Uh, and I'm going to take Penn State plus three and a half. As a result, minus 110 at BetMGM. Fade or follow. Um, I, I, I basically think you're just making shit up to try to do some reverse psychology on your team. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. I'm just saying. I, I mean, I think that's that's legit. Plus, you've got Brad Underwood out here trying to like give somebody the shits. I mean, I, this is <laughs> this is weird, dude. I mean, you're dropping you're dropping some laxative on people. You've got coaches doing nefarious actions. I, I don't I, I don't think I can condone this. I don't I don't think I want to be a part of this. I, I, I I'm going to wind up with guilty by association if we're not careful. Uh, all I gotta say is this: Max the X Lax, please, Brad Underwood. Number three. All right, numero tres of the Fade Five today. Let's go to the Mountain West Conference. I already got Boise State on the board. Let's do an SGP now in this league. Uh, one of my favorite in the land, and that is on the San Jose State Spartans. One of the surprises, really, Tim Miles's club uh, within this conference setting. Uh, I'm gonna take them on an SGP of uh, a line. Alted up to plus 10 and a half. So once again, following the formula that Lundy has been preaching here of late. And I'm going to take the total down and then over on just 123 and a half against the Nevada Wolfpack. Uh, plus 105 there at DraftKings Sportsbook. Now, Nevada uh, is one of my last four teams in the projected bracket big board field. So I don't know if they're going to play themselves out. Of the dance, it's all going to be depending upon some of the other bubble teams and variables to play there. Uh, but getting a win here will solidify their standing as an at-large team. They lose, uh, makes it a little sweaty uh, come selection Sunday. But uh, you look at the Spartans, they're 7-9, straight up in road neutral games this season. A very respectable uh, number 72 in EFG offense, and they're netting over 35% from three. Uh, they're also a team that really gets after it. Viola on the glass in particular, number 31 in offensive rebounding percentage and number 20 in the country and defensive rebounding percentage in those road neutral matchups. Now, defense, perimeter uh, defense, I should say specifically, not high on the checklist for them. Number 311 in those road neutral matchups and three-point percentage D. And they did lose not once, but twice in the regular season to, San, uh, to Nevada, I should say, San Jose State did. 67 to 40 in one game, yikes. And 66 to 51 in the other one. So they got blown out in the pair of matchups they had in the regular season. You look at Nevada, 8-8 eight and eight in road neutral games, but you look at the underlying numbers. Number 230 EFG offense in those matchups and number 100 EFG defense. And they're a very poor offensive rebounding team, which is really a calling card of San Jose State. So oftentimes the Wolfpack are one and done. So if those shots are not falling and they're not generating those second chance opportunities, I think third time around will be somewhat of a charm for San Jose State. They're going to keep this one nice and snug on that neutral floor in Vegas and get the cover here on this SGP. So again, San Jose State plus and a half over 123 and a half against the Nevada Wolfpack plus 105 at DraftKings. Lundy, fade or follow. I'm basically going to OGP every Mountain West tournament game. Just That's smart. Just in terms of how this league has been um, all season long. I, I just I, I've covered them a lot. We've talked about them. We've bet on them uh, on on you bet tonight a ton. 
over the course of the season, obviously with Air Force Academy as well as CSU in our backyard here in Denver. So you look at, uh, you know, and then add in Wyoming, everything else. I just, to me, the, the OGP is the way to go with anything that's happening in the Mountain West Conference, period, end of story. So I like this one. Um, you know, there's a couple of the matchups that I probably would go the other way in terms of the total where I'd bump it up and then take the under. But this is one that I like the idea of the over 123 and a half easy number, I think, for these two. And then again, I, it's going to come down to to rebounding. Same thing. I tried to tell you. I try. I mean, Brad. I tried to tell you with Oklahoma State yesterday. You wouldn't freaking listen to me. No, I, I didn't. Tried to, I tried to tell you. I try. I try. I mean, I tried. I tried, folks. He wouldn't listen. No, I do not listen. But I, what I uh, often do is, if you offer me tequila, oh yeah, I'll certainly uh, give you an undivided piece of my attention. And especially if it is Suavecito tequila, go out on this Ashley Tequila Thursday and pick up a bottle of Suavecito right now. You're not familiar with the love juice? Well, in 2015, Forbes magazine and the NYC contacted 10 tequila experts around the country, one in Cali, Texas, Florida, and New York. People who know and love tequila, and they ask these experts one simple question. What? is the best-tasting tequila sold in the United States. And a week later, on the front page of Forbes, was a bottle of Suavecito Adiejo. Yeah! Grab some love juice tonight and throw a betting fiesta on this hashtag tequila Thursday. Get Suavecito at any Total Wine & More store or ask for it where you are. We consider a favor. Gracias. Number two. All right, Numero Dose here on the Fade 5 Podcast. Let's go with the SEC Tournament. And I like Arkansas on the standard line here. I'm going to lay the two against the Auburn Tigers, minus 110, at BetMGM. Why well, am I buy a ticket on the must-bust? Well, Arkansas, yeah, they're just 5-9 and nine straight up in row neutral games this season. Uh, but better than you think in terms of the advanced numbers, number 31 in those matchups and offensive efficiency and number 45 in defensive efficiency, going back to the offensive side of things, shooting 52.5% inside the arc, but just 31.3% outside of it. Uh, they don't really put up uh, crooked numbers in the scoreboard from outside. They attack you downhill most often, uh, but defensively uh, rather unforgiving, 50.3%. Uh, uh, inside the arc, but just 32.3% they're allowing outside of it. Uh, they're playing better with Nick Smith Jr. on the floor because he's uh, going to make millions of dollars here in short order in the association. Probably going to be a lottery pick maybe as soon as uh, this June. But you look at Auburn, 6-9 uh, and nine in road neutral matchups. And yes, they beat Arkansas 72-59, to their only matchup in the regular season. But you look at Auburn in those road neutral games, number 205, that's it. An effective field goal percentage offense, uh, there's often a cover uh, that is uh, fixed to the hoop for them because they're not putting ball through basket, but they're an outstanding defensive team, much like Arkansas is, even better, uh, statistically speaking. Number eight in EFG defense, giving it just 46.2% uh, inside the arc and 29.6% outside of it. I think if Arkansas wins the battle in the paint and Nick Smith Jr. shows up and scores... 15 or more points, they're going to win this thing by five or more, quite honestly. I think they are a major sleeper in the SEC tournament, uh, though I have money on Kentucky at plus 400 to win a whole enchilada. And I think they're going to be a very difficult draw as a likely anywhere between seven to 10 seed in the NCAA tournament. So don't sleep on the Hogs. Woo, 
Pig Sui is in order today. I'm laying the two against Auburn. Minus 110 at BetMGM. Lundy, fade or follow? I think you should follow it up, Brad, with a half unit bet and take them up to minus four and a half or even five and a half. I, re- I, okay. I think this I legit think this is one they might run away with. Hmm, interesting. I, I, I really do. I, I think you can take the standard line and then I think you could say, you know what? It just It's the same thing occasionally that I've done in NBA with player props, for example. If I think somebody's got a chance to have one of those just crazy games from outside the arc, I'll do that. It'll be like, all right, I'm going to take them for, you know, for over two and a half, three pointers, but then I'll go find the alt and I'll just be like, let me throw five bucks on the idea that they just go ballistic and make like five or six. Cause sometimes it's the matchup. Sometimes you've got somebody that's a hot hand. Michael Porter jr. Has been doing that for the nuggets lately. He's just on fire from outside the arc. Uh, last night's game was a shitter, but you know, it, what the hell? Um, <laughs> So I, I, I like this one a lot. I actually think Arkansas runs away with this one. I, I, I really do. I think it's going to be close until about 12 minutes to go in the second half. And then I think they're going to put their foot on gas and just take off. Oh, all right. Go hog wild, Eric Musselman and company. Score the damn cover. Number one. All right, numero uno in a game that a lot of people in the bracketology world are going to be glued to because this is a mammoth competition for the North Carolina Tar Heels here in Greensboro. And as a result, uh, I'm going to take this on SGP against UVA. Uh, Leg numero uno, I'm going to take an alt line in North Carolina plus seven and a half. And a leg numero dos, I'm going to take the total down to 123 and a half and then take the over on that. And uh, both those events occur. Plus 100 at DraftKings Sportsbook. Everything is online for Carolina. Uh, they have to win. It is a must-win situation. Hopefully, you're not going to go full Wisconsin and lay down and die uh, like we saw last night until like the last seven minutes of the game. Uh, but Carolina, only one win against Quadrant One competition to eight losses. Uh, they played a borderline top 50 overall strength of schedule, non-conference strength of schedule. Uh, terrific. Number 18 in the country. Uh, they don't have any bad losses, but they just don't have those quality wins. And this is a golden opportunity against a Virginia team that is uh, widely projected as a number four seed. Carolina shoot the ball better from outside. And that's uh, absolutely critical for them. Uh, that has been problematic, to say the least. Caleb Love has been wildly erratic. Uh, but I, I, if he is showing some consistency with that stroke and it is Suki Smooth, and Puff Johnson uh, can contribute as well. From distance, I think this team could actually win the sucker straight up. Uh, you look at Carolina, eight nine in row neutral games, number two thirty eight. It's laughable at EFG offense, more respectable number one hundred three in EFG defense. But they have, of course, when you have Armando Baycott, uh, plus rebounding team, get a lot of second chance opportunities and seal off that defensive glass. UVA eight and five in row neutral matchups, number one forty EFG offense, but number two twenty eight. Shockingly. An EFG defense, and that's what Virginia, when you hear that name, you're automatically think, okay, slow down pace, limited possessions, and socking them out defensively. Uh, well, they've been throwing some haymakers, but they're not making contact uh, this year in those matchups, giving up 51.1% inside the arc and 36.3% outside of it. And I think more importantly, too, or equally important, is uh, they are not all that uh, impactful on the glass. So oftentimes, a lot of one-and-done scenarios for them. And again, with North Carolina, given Baycott, uh, given their link, Pete Nance as well, getting after it and crashing the boards, I really like Carolina here to keep this one close. And it will be a little bit higher scoring than I believe, though, on an alt line of build-in. Safety first. 
So Lundy, fade or follow the Tar Heels, plus seven and a half, and the over 123 and a half against the Cavs of Virginia, plus 100 at DraftKings. I want you to go have whatever fun you want to have with this game. This is one that I will simply be sitting and watching. I will not be betting betting? on it. May, uh, no, probably not. Uh, oh. Probably not. Uh, I'm, I'm going to be kind of boring uh, today. I mean, I, I really have had uh, my nuts uh, kicked in and shriveled uh, over the last 72 hours. So it might be time for Nate to just sit back and go, why don't you just be a fan? Remember what that was like, Nate? Remember when you no. didn't have all the money on the line? Now, see, I, re- I remember what that was like, Brad. I remember those days. Uh, I, I do. Um, as I get older, I look back on life and remember the days when I didn't have hundreds of dollars in play <laughs> at any given moment uh, on basketball games uh, involving unpredictable 19-year-olds. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, I completely understand. So I'm just going to be watching this game. I like what you did. But I'm not, I don't think I'm going to touch this one because I know you've got a future bet on UNC to not make the tournament. I do. Um, I know you're sitting on that one. You shared that one out on the uh, spreadsheet. You've also talked about it here on the program. I've already told you that I picked Virginia to win the ACC tournament. So that probably means this is the game that's going to decide both of those futures for you and I. <laughs> we're going to figure out whether NC is in the tournament or not, and we're going to figure out whether my idea that Virginia is going to win the ACC tournament is going to hold up. I think it's all going to come down to today, and so I'm scared shitless of this game. Uh, all right. Uh, Lundy is a coward, and hopefully yes. he's not going to be yes. cowardly and uh, call right up in the corner uh, because it's bonus time, Lundy. Uh, actually fly that team Wavo's flag. Uh, put your balls in line. What do you like tonight? Uh, just balls on the table. Uh, as former Avalanche <laughs> head coach, uh, Patrick Waugh once famously said, it was time to put balls on the table. Um, all right, let's, uh, let's roll a couple things here. Let me bounce, uh, through, uh, where did I go? Oh, here we go. Let's go to the NBA for a second. I got burned. Burn, burns, burns, burns the ring of fire um, by this guy uh, earlier this week. Without John Morant, Tyus Jones uh, is seeing an increase in minutes. He's seeing an increase in opportunity when it comes to the Grizz. He burned me on a couple of player props earlier this week, just kind of not not exactly the best performance. However, I'm going to dip back into that well tonight as Memphis will be at home to take on Golden State. So this is a one-game parlay for you at DraftKings. Uh, Tyus Jones for 25 or more PRA all put together. Uh, One or more steals. Uh, The more minutes has meant more opportunities for him on the defensive end. And I think Golden State, uh, who is absolutely dreadful on the road this year, is going to be good for at least one mistake into his hands. And then give me Memphis plus nine and a half. Um, again, they're at home. They've played very well at FedEx Forum. Obviously, no John Morant. No, he's going to be out for at least four more games, um, thanks to hanging out at Shotguns here in Denver. Um, so <laughs> Tyus Jones, 25-plus PRA, one steal, and then Memphis just needs to keep this thing in single digits, if not win it at home. That at DraftKings as an SGP is a plus 130 Ooh, for yeah. you. Um, over to the ice we go. Three different guys that I like to be able to have a point, un punto, as Brad would say, uh, for tonight. These are all guys that are currently on points streaks. Dawson Mercer of the New Jersey Devils is on a 10-game streak, and the first eight games of that streak 
it was actually a goal. Dude was on a score fest. Um, he's got 46 points so far on the season. I'll take him for a point at minus 130. Val Nachushkin, choo-choo, for the Colorado Avalanche. Uh, give me him for a point as well. He's on an eight-game point streak. The crazy part about Nachushkin is he's missed a lot of games because of injury. Um, so he's only got 32 points on the season, but 13 of those have happened in the last eight games. So he is en fuego right now. He's at a minus 150. I like both of those, but if you want to get frisky, put Mercer and Chushkin together in a two-leg parlay for a point. At DraftKings, that's a plus 194. Then if you really want to get crazy with the cheese whiz, grab Rupe Hints of your Dallas Stars. Throw him in there for a point as well. It bumps it up to a plus 373. That's right. I've been losing. I'm on tilt. I am punch drunk. Finally, a three-leg alt-line total on the ice tonight. I need the over at five and a half between Dallas and Buffalo. The same thing with Edmonton and Boston over five and a half. Philly and Carolina over four and a half. Put all those together, plus 188 at DraftKings looking for the biscuit in the basket in a number of the NHL games tonight. Overall in the game, I am not touching the Kings and the Avalanche for this evening. The Kings have actually figured out how to play hockey over the course of the last 12 months. They make me a little bit nervous. Plus, I'm actually going to be at Ball Arena for that game tonight, and I always get nervous betting on a game that is happening right in front of me. I'm always afraid somehow, some way. I am going to jinx it. So I'm staying far, far away from that. Brad, take us back to the hardwood, my man. Well, it all comes back to balls. And there's going to be a lot of grip tonight uh, on the basketball court across the country in all these respective conference tournaments. Like it's uh, give me the team huevos parlay play of the day. Let's uh, go back to back, shall we? Uh, All money lines all the time. So on this, uh, how many? One, two, three, four, five Lager. Uh, These games all tip it off a little bit later today. Give me Texas. Uh, and their action in uh, the Big 12 tournament. Uh, give me Akron, who's taking on Buffalo in a game that's going to be zip, 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 zip. By the way, kind of like Akron on the over 77.5 team total points uh, right now at Vandal. Give me Florida Atlantic. Give me NC State, who is in a pick a matchup, believe it or not, against Clemson, which is shocking to me, uh, considering how the team really gets after it inside. And give me Utah State in a must win scenario for them to solidify their at-large standing. Uh, One of my last four teams in uh, the bracket big board right now there in the Mountain West tournament. So Texas, Akron, Florida Atlantic, NC State, Utah State, all they do is win. Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, cinco, mi amigos. Uh, I'll put five on it. And in fact, uh, if you put five on it, well, it's plus 368. Yeah, it gets seduced by that juice. At DraftKings Sportsbook. All right, elsewhere, Lundy. Uh, let's go to the Big West. I like Cal State Fullerton uh, tonight taking on the Hawaii Rainbow Warriors. And you look at Fullerton, they have won six straight games entering postseason play. Uh, and a team, too, uh, that won both of these matchups uh, against the Warriors in the regular season. They won one in overtime and won the other one by un punto, 52-51 to 51 in a slog fest. Uh, but this team uh, has, uh, during their six-game winning streak, they're number 82, according to Bartover, uh, in overall advanced analytics and efficiency numbers. Nothing to scoff out there. Number 73 at EFG offense, number 54 at EFG defense, and they get 
to the charity stripe early and often. Number 17 in the nation and free throw rate. Uh, Hawaii has played well away from the islands, eight and five in row neutral games, number 76 in EFG offense and number 24. And that's, uh, you know, the, the game that they really uh, stand on is their defense, number 24 in EFG defense. Still, I think Fullerton, right in the hot hand, will win by a point, and they're catching a point against Hawaii in this matchup. Uh, and then elsewhere, uh, let's go with the NBA. Uh, and I've got so many more picks, and I'll, I'll tell you where you can find those in a second. But I do want to work in NBA play uh, tonight. Uh, in the Nets and Bucks games, I'm going to take the under on Giannis, four and a half assists. That's at plus 125. You might say, well, Brad, he just had 13 dimes in this last game. Well, he's taken on the Brooklyn Nets, and he's gone four assists and five assists against the Nets this season, and he's already faced them one time without Kyrie Irving on the floor. Of course, uh, Kyrie no longer part of this franchise. Uh, he has it the under three of his last five games, and Brooklyn in their last 10 games has allowed the fewest Opponent assists per game at 21.6. So still playing some pretty good defense. Giannis at four and a half at plus money. Yeah, I'll take that all diggity day long. All right, we are out of time. Here on the Fade 5 podcast on this hashtag tequila Thursday. Again, go out and pick up a bottle of Suavecito tonight at Total Wine and More. Also, if you enjoy this program, drop us a rating and a review at your convenience. It really helps us out immensely. And fade or follow us on the Twitter, uh, Lundy at Nate Lundy. All his free spreadsheet picks there. And at Noisy Huevos. And that's where you can find, I think I have 15 tickets so far open. And I, oh, I just had to. I just had to add yet. a bunch. I just had to add a bunch of lines to one of the tabs because I'm trying to get uh, picks in right now. I also was distracted partway through the damn podcast, Brad, because in the Miami of Ohio uh, Toledo game, and, and obviously this was really early, they had scored 49 points in the first like nine minutes. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! I was like, who the like. Did, did they make the hoop bigger? What the hell happened in that game? Oh, my goodness. Sorry. So I, midway through, I was like, what the hell is going on in this game right now? Because obviously you and I record earlier in the morning by the time people get a chance to listen. And these that game tipped off at 11 a.m. Eastern time. So I had the score up in the corner paying attention to what was going on. And I'm like, what the hell is happening? That is why this time of year is so freaking fun. We got day action, and apparently we got golf balls going through hula hoops right now. Yes. In the Miggit, Miggit, and Miggit, and Mac. Uh, so we'll be back, I don't know when the hell, uh, next week, maybe tomorrow. Just keep I don't... checking the spreadsheet, y'all. Bookmark I, yeah. that. Just go to the spreadsheets. Uh, if you don't want to see our hideous faces and animated picture and sound, our picks are always going to be there through the entire weekend. For Nate Lundy, I'm Brad Evans. Uh, until next time, as always, feed or follow that is up to you.